Welcome into the Captain's Corner Podcast, Columbia Football. I am so excited to be back. By the way, this is Aaliyah Funchell back from my trip from Wichita. And I'm joined here with Kyle. And honestly, I'm excited for today, Kyle. How are you feeling? Aaliyah. So happy to see you again. <laughs> Thank you. So happy to see you again. How I'm sure was you guys how miss was, me. <laughs> how was your trip to Wichita? Oh my gosh, it was so much fun. So the last podcast I hosted when I said an undisclosed location, it's yes. because I surprised my little brother. Oh, um, you that's yes, why. Yes, that's okay. why. So I thought you just maybe didn't want the listeners to know <laughs> where you were from. But I was yeah. like, didn't we talk about that she was no, from? No, I have Wichita? a lot of pride for Wichita. Yeah, 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 yeah. But no, um I thought you were worried, you know. Yeah, honestly, which people yeah. here at Wichita, Kansas. You're becoming like, famous, so I don't, people will follow you. <laughs> oh my gosh. I don't think they want to go there. But no, my little brother and I were nine and a half years apart, but he is like my best friend. Um, I love that kid. And so he's playing like soccer and football. And then he suits up varsity. He's on JV. He's captain of the C team. So like he had a game every single day I was there. Um, but I just, it was really special to get to go home and surprise him and watch him play all of his sports. That's awesome. Yeah. So it was awesome. a nice, nice little break from the city, but I'm happy to be back. Okay. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Well, I'm happy for you. Thank you. It's good to see you. <laughs> good to see it's you. good to see you. Another episode of the Captain's Corner podcast. Unfortunately, this week, we we are going to have to talk about the result of last week's game. I mean, you know, disappointing, Sure, I'm sure, for the captains uh, mm-hmm. and all the guys on the team and the fans listening to this podcast. But it will be really nice to get some insight from Mitch Ryan, Stu, and Scott this week. But I still think, you know, win or lose every week. I think this is a great conversation. Honestly, yeah, these these guys, like, I mean, it's great getting to host alongside you as well, but, like, these guys just always seem to have something good to say. They're always in good spirits. They're great leaders and great conversationalists, so I know even though despite the game didn't end the way they wanted to, it's still going to be a good conversation nonetheless. 100%. I'm really interested to see what they have to say. I mean... People, I feel like people can look at the scoreboard and make their own opinions, mm-hmm. but uh, we can definitely, you know, I think I think they're we're definitely going to get something from them this week that we didn't think about. Exactly. Know? Yeah, and that's why I like having them on. So uh, me too. Me it'll, too. It'll be good. It'll be fun. Yes. It'll be fun. Well, should we throw it? To I guess. I guess. Let's I'm talk a little, to them. Let's. Yeah, do I'm it. a little rusty. Like, do we throw it to break and then we'll come back with yeah, the guys? Yeah. Let's do it. I'll okay. throw it to break. Okay. Yeah. All you right. got it. So you can listen to our regularly scheduled commercial breaks and when we come back or you can <laughs> skip ahead i'm sure most of you do most of you probably skip ahead of this conversation in the first place and that's oh. fine <laughs> <laughs> i know my mom listens okay. every minute so oh. hey mom hey oh hey mom <laughs> uh when when we come back we will have the four captains here to talk about last week's ivy and home opener against princeton and we're going to look ahead to next week's uh second home game a part of four home games in five weeks uh wow. against wagner so stick around We all know what comes with being a fan, the ups, the downs, and everything in between. Share a Coke with a friend. Coca-Cola, the official beverage of the Columbia Lions. Jag One Physical Therapy is a proud partner of the Columbia Lions. With state-of-the-art rehabilitation equipment and facilities, allow us to develop a specific plan catered to each patient. The Jag One team proudly serves the tri-state area with facilities throughout Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, Staten Island, Westchester, Long Island, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. We're here for you. Get back the life you love. Visit www.jag1pt.com. That's J-A-G-O-N-E-P-T.com for more information. Make a brilliant move to Vanderwater, luxury condominium residences in Morningside Heists. Discover an elevated approach to city living 
a modern homage to Old World elegance. Breathtaking views of the Hudson River, Columbia University, and Riverside Church. Visit thevandewater.com today for more information. That's T-H-E-V-A-N-D-E-W-A-T-E-R.com. At Athletic Brewing Company, we've built America's first craft non-alcoholic brewery. We've created a lineup of award-winning non-alcoholic beers. Our beers are made with organic grains and start at only 50 calories. Athletic beers are perfect for anyone who loves being healthy and active, but also loves to enjoy a great-tasting beer with friends. To give us a try, go to athleticbrewingcompany.com and use code ATHLETIC20 for 20% off your first order. All right. Welcome in, everyone. We are now joined by the captains again, Stu, Scott, Ryan, and Mitch. Welcome. How are you guys feeling today? We're doing all right. All right. Doing good. good. Doing all right. Good. Yeah. Okay. Well, I... We're going to talk about Princeton a little bit, but then we have a lot of other things planned for this podcast. But first and foremost, Ryan, welcome back. First game, um, season debut. How did it feel to be back? Um, it felt kind of like a relief. Um, it's hard to watch my teammates play without me being able to suit up with them those first two weeks. So just to be able to get back on the, on the field with those guys and help lead, um, it felt great. So happy to be back. Guys, how did it feel to have him back playing? I mean, Ryan's a huge part of this team. He's obviously like the captain, so it was really good to have him back on the field playing. All right, so let's talk about the game a little bit. Obviously not the outcome we would have hoped for, but overall what were some key takeaways, learning points from the game? Um, I can start off. I mean, I think obviously we'll hit the elephant in the room. I think we're all pretty disappointed. Uh, yep. We didn't play to the level that we wanted to. Yep. Um but I think the main thing looking back on it is we need to learn from our mistakes. Um, no one's going to sit around and feel bad for us. So we got to improve next week. None of our goals are unobtainable still from one loss. So uh, we just got to learn from it and move forward. Yeah, just just like what Stu said is uh, our D-line coach preaches, you know, don't don't let something bad break your belief system. So we know what we can accomplish. We know what kind of team we are, and we're going to keep pushing forward to accomplish the goal that we have. Yeah, absolutely. Just echoing what these guys said, I think it's important that you know, we just focus on us. Uh, I think moving forward, um, you know, we just need to address what went wrong, make sure it doesn't happen again. You know, don't don't let the same mistake happen twice. Uh, that's something we really preach, especially in the defensive room. And then also just, you know, making sure that we don't we, we don't feel sorry for ourselves. You know, there's there's no there's no good that can come out of that. So, yep. you know, if we can kind of just keep our nose down and, you know, just keep working, I think that's the best thing we could possibly do. Yeah, absolutely. Um, just carving back just not letting this one game define us you know laid an egg but um we have plenty more opportunities to to pick up um pick ourselves up and, and can kind of control our own destiny we know we have to do for the rest of the season and and we're going to try our best and uh, to complete that and, and our goals are still reachable still tangible so we're just uh, excited for what's to come yeah something that coach bagnoli said in the post-game press conference that i think is very wise is he said he doesn't want one loss to cause two losses. So how do you kind of have a short memory and forget about the loss, but then carry in those, you know, the things you learned into the next week without dwelling on the fact that you got a loss? Um, I think we talk about it um, every week. We talked about the first two weeks too. You just got to flush everything out of your system, whether it's a win and everyone's very happy. You can't still be kind of high on that win when the week comes because then you'll not be prepared for the next week mm -hmm. so same thing with the loss we just kind of kind of flush these disappointed emotions that we have um it's not going to help us uh win the next game so 
just kind of wash it out. And I think yesterday was a great start to that process. I, I would say just, you know, stay locked in. I think that's something that we really try to focus on. Um, you know, like Stu said, you know, flush everything on Sundays and, and on Mondays and try to move on to the next opponent. So, you know, at least for me personally, and I know for these guys sitting here at the table with me, ever since yesterday hit, it's all been about Wagner. You know, just mm -hmm. moving ahead, looking forward, you know, trying to take the adjustments that we were coached up with and, and you know, really apply those and use this as an opportunity to, to bounce back and show everybody that just because we had a disappointing outcome, it's not going to define who we are as a team and it's not going to define our season. Yeah, and I would like to talk about some of the bright spots in the game before we look ahead and everything. Um, you guys had six sacks, and that was the most for the program since last season when you had eight at Central Connecticut State. The defense did an amazing job. I mean, they got the touchdown. So do you guys want to just touch on the defense and, you know, how strong they were? Yeah, so I think, you know, the biggest thing that we preached in yesterday's meeting is, you know, a takeaway that we had is we played really good team defense. There, Everyone was doing their job. When a call was called, it was executed, right? So everyone was in their gap. Everyone was doing their assignment. And, you know, that's, a, that's the basis points of, you know, playing a good football game is doing your 111, doing your job. Um, so I think, you know, just from that standpoint, like we have a lot to, we have a lot to correct. We have a lot to adjust on. Um, but there's a lot of good things that we could take away from it that we can keep, we can push those forward into the next week that we can keep building on, keep building on, keep building on to become a better team. Yeah, <clears throat> and I think most importantly is, is that we're just trying to keep up our identities, our defense is just being physical and relentless. And I think that's something we were able to demonstrate on Saturday. Uh, you know, I think we reset the line of scrimmage. I think we controlled the line of scrimmage and we really controlled the tempo of the game. You know, didn't let them, you know, kind of do what they want, kind of force them to do what they had to do, pick up yards where they could. So, you know, I think that's something we're really proud of and trying to keep keep going. I mean, the defense did play a hell of a game. I mean, they only scored one touchdown when they drove the length of the field. The other two, there were short fields, and then the field goal, they had a short field as well. So, I mean, the defense played unbelievable, scored the touchdown to start the game. So, I don't think the confidence on the defense defensive side of the ball should be shaken at all. And then offensively, I don't think there, we obviously didn't put up any points and had a very disappointing performance, but there were still rooms where we could have scored, could have done things. There were opportunities. Um, so, I don't think we're coming away – like we didn't move the ball at all on those guys, but we just had opportunities and we weren't able to take advantage. So there's definitely things moving forward that we'll fix and make sure this doesn't happen again. Yeah, definitely looking back at the game of Rice Spot was obviously our defense. They played they played amazing. Um and they and they pretty much kept kept us in the game almost the whole way through. Even offense we weren't producing. Um it was still a one score game for most of that game. So that just um, shows you that we that we can lean on each other when when the offense isn't playing well. We can still lean on our defense to help us keep to um, keep us in the game. And just offensively, yeah, we didn't play how we wanted to. And whether schematically or just people not making wrong reads or didn't do the one eleventh, um, whatever the case may be, just simple things um, that we can fix. So we're gonna we look at the film. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure it out and we're gonna uh, keep going from here. I was gonna say you. And Ryan and Stu as offensive players, I mean, people can look at the scoreboard and say, you know, well, the, the one touchdown came on the defense. But then you look at the stats at the end of the game and it's like it's not like we weren't moving the ball. Right. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about. I mean, you look at first downs, Princeton had 17. We had 15. Right. The, I mean, that's that's pretty, pretty much the same. Princeton had their net rushing yards was 19. We had 49. They had 257 passing. One, I mean, total offense was 276 to 235. Right. So, again, it's not like the offense wasn't moving the ball but does it when when you're playing in a in a tight game like that and you know it's it's 7-6 in your mind does it feel different 
you know, like maybe the decision-wise in terms of like kicking field goals versus going for touchdowns, things things of that nature than in, than in a game when maybe you're up two touchdowns? Um, I think offensively there, there was a feeling all game we just needed to bust it open and it was going to finally click at one point, and then it never ended up happening. So like you said, we were moving the ball. We did have 15 first downs. Um, we just weren't finishing – the way we needed to. So there were plenty of plays. We talked about it with the coaches. There were probably 11 or 12 plays where if something went right, it would have been a big play, possibly a touchdown, and just on all of those plays, something happened. So we just need to clean up those things. Um, and then maybe maybe that did take away some confidence in moments where we would have done certain things and then we didn't do it. Um, so, yeah, we just need to clean up those things. That's on us as players. Um, we need to make sure that we're doing all the little things correctly so those big moments when they're presented to us can happen. And, you know, also just to echo that on the defense side of the ball, like you said, like those 12 to 13 plays that we could have done something differently, right? We still let up 21 points, right? If that score was – if we had let up zero points, we would have won the game, right? So, um, you know, both sides of the ball have a lot of things to adjust and a lot of things to correct. So um, I think it would just be a team effort pushing forward, and we're going to keep doing that. All right. And we're going to change the mood set, though. Yeah. Because <laughs> now we're going to do our shout-out of the game. Yeah. I was going to bring that up next yeah. because – I well, you to can't bring up my. Song. I know. Well, <laughs> hey, I just might tried to do that to me last week. Oh well, I just wanted to be known that I was actually listening to the podcast during my absence, so I just needed to prove that I was actually right. listening. Right. Kyle, I'm I a understand. big fan. I understand. You said you were doing your research and listening to last week's yes, podcast. Yes, of so course I was. That means you you did it all week and not at all today, right before. Oh no, no not, not at all. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> uh, but let's let's do our shout out of the game. We're going to start. Mitch, you're closest to me, so I'm going to start with you. Give me your give me your shout out of the game. Okay, well then I'm gonna go with Justin Townsend. Yeah, yeah. he yeah, had a, yeah. he had exactly. an unreal day, and exactly. just somebody that's constantly been in the room with him since day one. I don't know if a lot of people know this, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this out there. But he was a running back in high school and really? a linebacker. He was recruited to play defensive line, and he had never played defensive line before he got here. The first time he ever put his hand in the dirt to play defensive line was last year, his freshman year here. So I just want to say that from somebody that has seen his development from day one to now and to see it finally pay off was really an amazing amazing experience and something that was kind of you know it, I don't even know how to describe it it was just really really cool to see him finally have all his work pay off not a surprise to no from people who especially on the o-line we do not like going against jt <laughs> he, uh, he's very fast like Mitch said used to be a running back and his power kind of surprisingly powerful mm -hmm. when you look at his speed so he had a great day it's something that we've been seeing for the past two years now since he's been here. Yeah, so absolutely. congrats to JT. Yeah, he had two sacks, and it was the three first three sacks. Three sacks. Three sacks. Oh, we got to update the game story then. Yep. Oh, um, calling people out? He had oh. three sacks. <laughs> three sacks. <laughs> three sacks. And it was the first of his career. So yeah. that's, and he had four and a half exciting. tackles for loss. I mean, yeah. he single-handedly shut down the one, one drive. drive. Yeah, he did. Two sacks and a back and a batted down pass in one drive, which is pretty unbelievable. It says the story says two sacks on one drive. Oh, sorry, guys. I didn't read. Oh. Perfect. Mike Kowalski with the rebuttal. <laughs> I should be fired. I should be fired. <laughs> Fire me. Also, so. can we just put out there that the fact that he is not Ivy League Defensive Player of the Week is an absolute is, travesty. That's why, that's why I that's made sure to ask. That's an absolute travesty. That's crazy. That, no, that's crazy. I, don't cut this part out. I want people to know that that's ridiculous. <laughs> I was, yeah. It is. Yeah. It absolutely ridiculous. is. You're good. He's, you're up, uh, he's the Ivy League Defensive Player of the Week in my book. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. Me too. Um, yeah. Um, I'm going to go uh, Cam Burt. I don't know what his net punt average was, but I thought he did an amazing That's job helping I the think defense. I think it was 42. I think it was 42. Yeah, right? it was. I don't know how much, but it, I, the ball was floating. Even higher? Ooh. ball was floating in the air. It would seem like forever. <laughs> so he helped our defense out. 
um, tremendously, mm-hmm. um, kind of flipping the field and, and making making Princeton have to go the full length of the field if they wanted points. So shout out Cam Burt. Give us the Cam. give us a number, Mike. I, I know his I max his max hang, his max hang time was a five second punt. That's wow. crazy. That's ridiculous. Kid's got a boot on him. Yeah, he does. League him. <laughs> League him. He had long 48, 48, 48.4? 46 to his net. 46 was he, was, he net. was he special teams player of the week? No, of course not. Long, his long was 58, three punts of three punts of 50 yards. Oh, my wow. goodness gracious. Uh, I've got five punts for 242, which is an average of 48.4. That's what the box score says. I'm just reading it. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. 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 Yeah, okay. All right. Three inside That's the 20. Insane. Absolutely. <laughs> Good shout out. Good oh. shout out. Yep. Send that one to JJ too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll give it to Ryan Young this week. So it was great to have him back on the field. He got some carries, like we said. He came back um, and definitely met his level of play that we've seen in the past, which is awesome to see. So definitely, Ryan was great to have him back out on the field. Thanks, Stu. For me, uh, fellow linebacker Sean Riley, sophomore out of Virginia, Richmond. Um, he stepped up this week. Um, he, uh, you know, first two games back in three years, he didn't play. He wasn't didn't have the opportunity to play a senior year of high school, so it's been a while since he's seen the field, and he stepped up big time for us. Um, you know, doing his assignment, seeing, using, having great eyes all over the field, and just flying around and being in on almost every play. Um, so big shout out to Sean Riley. And that is the shout out of the week presented Love by. It. You're at here. What? We don't have one yet. Oh, you're at here. Oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> we got to get some, spons- yeah. some more sponsors. Presented by Sports with Aaliyah. Yeah, honestly. Okay, well, so moving forward, what did you guys think about the crowd? Because personally, like, I think they were pretty engaged despite the rain and the weather. Uh, seeing how many students actually showed out uh, in a game, especially when it was, what, 52 degrees, pouring rain and 20-degree wind gusts, you know, that's miserable if you're just standing there or sitting there. So, you know, seeing that type of support. Um, from the student body especially, it was definitely something that uh, that meant a lot to us and, is, and hopefully uh, it's going to mean a lot to us moving forward. And Mike said, official number, seven, 700, not exactly, but over 700. Over 700 scanned students at the game. So the student, I will say, going back to last year, the, the student turnout at, at some of our athletics events have been Im- increasing, I feel like. Mm-hmm. And, I think, you know? you know, shout out women's basketball. I think women's basketball helped us out there a little bit. I those was just going to say that. I remember going to those, <laughs> yeah, those playoffs. I mean, the games at the end those of the season were fun. really awesome. Yeah. They were awesome. Yeah. No, yeah. yeah. I think that kind of helped us out. So that's it's been awesome. It's been shout cool. out women's basketball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So looking ahead to this weekend, another home game against Wagner. They've played some pretty impressive teams, Syracuse, Rutgers, Fordham. So non-conference, um, what is that? What are you guys looking forward to this weekend? I think it would be a great opportunity to for another test. Um, if you look at their win-loss record, you would say, oh, they're not that good. But like we said, they played Syracuse and um, who else? Rutgers. Rutgers. Syracuse and Rutgers, who we obviously don't play. And those are you know, those are big F- FBS schools. Yep. It's a good team. So I think it would be a good test. And the NEC conference is actually – um, a really good conference. Um, we play Central Connecticut State often. Um, they they give us a run for our money. Um, and then also uh, St. Francis, who we've played in the past, also a good team, giving us a, rest, a run for our money. So it'll be a good test, and hopefully it'll be a good time to bounce back from, from this week. Yep. Uh, like everyone said, we can't judge them based off their win-loss record. I know versus Rutgers, the first drive of the game, they went down and scored a touchdown on them. So they're definitely people with good players. Um, I know on the defensive side of the ball, they have a really good defensive end and a couple other really good players. So we have to take them seriously. Can't judge them based off of their record. And we're trying to get back on the horse and get a, get some confidence going into all Ivy League play. Yeah, I agree. Just 
play team football. Awesome. Well, I think that wraps up this part of the podcast talking about football, but I mean, personally, I love getting to know athletes on, you know, a deeper level than just the stats and the games and everything. So I want to start a little segment just to get to know you guys more. It'll be very open conversation. I'm going to ask one person each week to drop a hot take, non-sports related, or it could be sports related, but like non-Columbia sports. And then we're going to just kind of debate it for a few minutes before we wrap up. So I think the debate is set up right here because we got <laughs> Stu and Scott on the right side, Ryan and Mitch on the left side. And I've got a topic that I, I think t- me and <laughs> Stu. I told you before this that Scott would have a hot take. Yes. <laughs> well, Paul Scott is, has a hot take. Yeah. It's Quiznos, isn't it? It's oh, no, we're not talking about Quiznos. We're not talking about Quiznos. I think we could talk about, you know, hot and cold sandwiches. Oh, <laughs> personally, God, we're not doing personally, this again. Personally, right. I believe that a sandwich should only be served hot. Only. I mean, I, I would. I I like right, a hot who, sandwich. Who is on? Who is on the side of only a hot sandwich? I would not say. I lean towards that, but I don't think. I mean, a cold sandwich has its time and place. Thank okay, you. but <laughs> Maybe I it's think a PB and J. I think anything with meat on it. I, I like think the, the fact a PB and J is very good hot, but I think <laughs> it is. It's crazy when you have a sandwich shop like a Jimmy John's that doesn't offer you the option to heat up your sandwich. All right, I if you're going to offer wild. one option. It should be hot. I agree with <laughs> okay. that. Okay, there's definitely a place for cold sandwiches. I prefer, you know, hot, warm sandwiches. But if you're making me choose one, then yeah, I guess I'll go hot. Yep. See. Yeah, but I don't think this is a Mitch hot take. Mitch, <laughs> yeah. Mitch yeah, is shaking his head. Mitch, this is hard stance on cold sandwiches. Well, do you prefer cold over hot anyway? Uh, no, I. Uh, I depends on the I, sandwich, right? Depends yeah, I mean, it depends on what it is. It's like if I'm going to get, you know, if I'm going to Milano's and I want to get like a chicken parm sandwich, and of course I'm going to want it hot. Yeah. But, you know, if I'm just going to eat like a turkey sandwich, why do I want my turkey warm? That's just weird to me. <laughs> you want, you know, the cheese warm? Get yeah, the, like my the bread toasted a little bit. No. Yeah. Why would I want? So what you're telling me you don't like going Chef Mike since they don't heat it up. No, they got hot sandwiches. No, I'm saying like to make about. your own. They don't give you the option to. No, I don't make my own. I just get the hot sandwich. Oh, okay. Hey, fine. That works. Yeah. I mean, I got an easy topic. Eh. Go Let's ahead. Go it. ahead. Give it to us. Come on. Something better than sandwiches. Yeah, you knew I was going to ask this because he shows up like an hour wait. early. It's yeah. ping pong. Oh, uh, no, it's not ping pong. No, These guys aren't involved in it, so it'd be We're easy. Not. What? <laughs> <laughs> not cocky at all. Very this, what's the hardest position on a football field? Okay, I actually had this debate with uh, Drew and Dave Sawyer last night. Shout out. Dave Sawyer's a lineman, and Drew Davis is my roommate. Hardest lineman. position on the football. Okay, I think it. De- you so you have to break it we down. We talking about physically or mentally? No, that's true. All mentally, mentally, it's different because like learning, learning. Mentally, D-line. is definitely the quarterback. All encompassing and mental, physical, everything. So what do you? Okay, all encompassing. Someone else go first. Let me think about this. You, well, you I have the take. Uh, What's your take? What's your take? Yeah, you what do I think is yeah. the hardest? How do you yeah. need to think about it if you had this debate last night? Well, okay, because there's two different standpoints you can look at. It's just like learning it. But we've set the standard of it's all-encompassing. So Okay, gotcha. okay, okay. Now Let's say the hardest position to be a very good player at. I don't know. But personally, they're all equally I, personally, hard to be very personally, good at. Personally, I think it's O-line. Because like, you could win 90% of the plays, but you lose 10%, you lost. Oh, same with corner. But though. that's I mean, crazy yeah, because you're also a defender. Tough. Like, corner is tough. Yeah, corner, corner is, is tough. You're on an island out there, man. I have corner at two. I think – it, you have to go quarterback one, um, in my opinion. Just the I think physical aspect of being able to throw the ball well and then also just the mental aspect, thinking on, on the fly and knowing every part of the offense and then also the defense, I think it's got to be quarterback. I do think quarterback you have, like, the 
this is kind of obvious, but like the most direct impact on the game mm-hmm. too. Like having mm-hmm. like I feel like you can overcome a lot. Like quarterback is very right. you have like a direct impact. I mean, you're touching the ball every which, play. Exactly. Of course, you're gonna have a massive That's, impact yeah. on it. No, I yeah. Agree. What do you think is the most underrated? That doesn't get enough respect. I would be. say I'm gonna go with tight end. That's a good one. I'm gonna go with tight end. I feel like having a good tight end changes the like changes your team. Yeah, especially offense. a dynamic one yeah, that exactly. can block yeah. and pass. So Let no matter where really you line them up, it's like you still gotta respect yeah. them. Yeah. I see. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with safety because you know I think that you know when you think about pass coverage, you're thinking about oh, there's a shutdown corner. But safeties have to be able to diagnose the defense, make audibles, have all of that awareness pre-play, and then also when it, the ball's actually snapped, has to understand they have a run fit if it's a run, and then also be able to drop back and cover if it's a pass. So I think that you yep. know, they're very – I don't know. I just don't – I like that. I, 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 like I agree that. with that, yeah. Like Seeing Farad diagnose a run fit yeah. and fly downhill is – it's. It's, it's something special. It's incredible. No, so it's just, I think that, yeah, absolutely, just everything they have on their plate, I think yep. safety is definitely I mean, one Now of that you say underrated. it, I feel like safety is one of those positions where, in my opinion, like offensive line, where there's not a lot of credit when things go right, but there's a lot of mm-hmm. there's a lot of blame yeah. when something goes wrong, yep. right? Like safety is one of those positions where it's like when you look back, like when you're watching a football broadcast, right, and mm-hmm. they say, oh, the safety – you know, missed his assignment. He got beat and left a wide, left a receiver wide open down the field. Right? It's like same thing with O line. It's like not talked about the whole game, not talking sure. about a good job. But then all of a sudden they get beat terribly on one play. Quarterback gets blindside sacked. Yep, yeah. for sure. There's definitely some positions where I feel like you kind of need to be perfect. If you get exposed a couple times, it was a bad game. And then positions where it's the opposite. So like defensive end, I think if you have like two or three good plays a game. Then yep. you could then have a very good game. Oh, you could have with, yep. 15 mental errors the exactly. other plays, and nobody ever notices. But you know, yep. you walk away with two sacks and two TFLs. No, mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Yep. So it's it's interesting. I, I think like, linebacker though is like the most. I'd say like personally for middle linebacker, it's kind of like you're kind of like the quarterback of the defense. You get the call, and then you've got to get everyone in the right position. You got to make sure the front set. But our front does a really good job of setting themselves, which takes it all off really easily. But then. You know, it kind of depends on the experience you have on the field as well. You know, what are they looking for? Can they diagnose the formation and understand what's happening? Do they know that number nine's about to run a slant route right behind them? Do they need to expand out? Like certain situations like that. But in terms of, you know, once the ball snapped, just go get it, you know? So <laughs> That's the most right? Scott Valentes There's, thing I've there, ever you, heard. You read like two, three keys right when the ball snapped, and then from there you can diagnose exactly what you need to do. So I could probably pull up 10 or 15 plays just from the last game that just embody that quote right there. <laughs> when the ball snapped, just go get it. Yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. Is that the name of this week's episode, Just Go Get It? Could be. That's could solid. Be. That's solid. I was going to ask you later on. I was going to say, what's the defensive? What's what's the what's the motto this week? The what's, mantra. What's the mantra this week? I mean, I think it's just still no mercy. Play, um, play, yeah. play every sec, every down, every second till the till the clock runs out. I think we even saw that in last game where every single person on that field was playing as hard as they could until the very last second. They weren't allowing another touchdown. Doesn't matter the field position. It didn't matter what it was. They were running until they were pulled off the field and told to stop. Yeah. Um, so I think that's going to be the, the motto every week, and, and I think that's what's going to make us a great defense is we just keep playing, keep playing, keep playing until we're told to stop. So I love that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think we're pretty good? Oh, oh, uh, our football team? Yeah, I think we're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> All right. 
Well, I was gonna. Yeah, I'm good. Are you good? Yeah. Uh, well, I don't want to. Well, I, there's one burning question that we you haven't asked yet. To Scott. What about his hat? Yeah. He's Scott. wearing the chicken and pickle hat today. I am. Yes. Shout out chicken and pickle again. Where's our NIL deal? <laughs> yeah, he's Where wearing. We're gonna explain to the listeners. He's wearing his chicken and pickle hat. It mm-hmm. um, has a pickleball racket on and the ball bottom. On it. Yep. yep. And There's an N in the middle in green. Yeah, because it's, it's not like chicken and X. it's like no, chicken, chicken in pickle. pickle. Yeah. yeah. A, uh, silhouette, a white silhouette of a chicken <laughs> on top. <laughs> a C on the left and a P on the right. Yeah, all I'm going to say is this still, it's a weird concept. <laughs> you guys got it. Yeah. You do, you do love that hat. I just, do. dude, if uh, people say that all the time, but it's like, you know, when you find something that you just consistency you throw it on fits it's nice. right there in the morning it, it, it yeah. works for what i want it has a black. great level of like it's worn too, yeah which like yeah. looks kind of ju- cool it's just like is it's it typically a conversation hat. starter that's what i was gonna say i love wearing oh, stuff that starts a conversation a lot of people ask me really? about it not gonna lie and i'm like i don't know what makes it so interesting but i'm the opposite yeah. i want to blend in as much <laughs> yeah as <laughs> see, i usually yeah. try to wear i usually try to wear it like if you see my outfit right now there's no logos even on my shoes there's no logos and if there is it's something very faint something very like simple um but yeah this hat gets a lot of conversation started maybe it's just because you know we were talking about this right before the start of the podcast but going to get a haircut is you got to go downtown 30 minutes come back uptown 30 minutes in the chair for well, 30 if you have minutes, a specific uh, place Wait, right exactly you go downtown yeah. to get your yeah. haircut you have to man they do it exactly how i want for it, that right? yeah <laughs> whoa whoa whoa, <laughs> whoa. <laughs> wow, yeah. wow. Okay. Right. okay somebody All right. mute still. Right. Came, <laughs> came for the jugular wow okay. or the jugular <laughs> That's why I have the I'm hat sorry. on, man. Come on. It was so set up. Stu, <laughs> <laughs> you're on timeout. You're on timeout. So we, should, we should institute that like they do on Lord in the Interruption. Yeah. Yeah. Stu, Stu, I could just, I forget which one you, is this you? Hmm? Uh, no. No. <laughs> nope. No. 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 Is it this one? Hello? He's still there. There we go. He's muted. Can't get rid there of him. 10 second mute. There we go. Yeah, while wow, he's muted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> timeout. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> but tell us about your haircut, Scott. <laughs> like my haircut? Yeah, what do you go with? Oh man, it's a it's a long it's I guess it's not oh, that long Jesus. a story, but how much do you spend on it? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I want to know because if it's something ridiculous, <laughs> then we need to find. Okay, but you have to think about the terms of where you're living, right? We live in New York City, so okay, yeah, I know. I'm, it's I, it's a seventy-five dollar haircut. Are you kidding me? Hold on, seventy-five dollars. Hold on, hold on, it's not that bad, dude. It's what? Not that bad. Hold on. Are they like? Oh my! Are they giving you hair implants? No, like, what are they doing no, in there, dude? But they, I've also spent a ridiculous. Yeah, money. like they seventy-five. Not not normally, but I have. They when they do, and I get a haircut every two two and a half months. So oh, it's like, it's not, it's so not that ridiculous. So do I. Ridiculous. I spend $25. Yeah, but you're balding. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. Ooh, things are getting hot. You don't. You don't. Time out. Wait, I don't know which one. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was, that was unnecessary. But yeah, We're I coming mean, for next nope. right it now. It just, it just, it, it, when someone gives you. Oh, yeah, that side of the this side of the table just needs to be excused. All right, yeah, me and Mitch will uh, just have you me know. and Ryan are gonna run the podcast yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, tell us about your haircut. Oh, what do you want to know? I don't know how much you go. How much? Oh, I I normally go. I normally go down to between 108 and 109. My uh, Dominican brothers at Los Muchachos. Um, shout out. But yeah, shout out to my guys. Um, but recently. 
or actually I went for the first time last week to a place that Marcus Livman uh, told me to go to new new barbershop that that uh, opened called Daniel's on one on 99th my boy Johan he doesn't really speak any English so we just talk <laughs> in Spanish to each other um, are you fluent no <laughs> not not fluent. I've, I've uh, by that Brian means he says hi when he walks yeah. in. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yo, yo tengo uno conocimiento de de español. Okay, Ooh. that sounds good. That sounds good. Um, but yeah, I get a a nice drop fade. Um, I don't know. It costs like twenty five, thirty. But yeah. I have spent a lot See, of money. That's okay, a and how often? Haircut. How often do you get your haircut? But I get my haircut uh, probably every two weeks. See, really? That's, that's sixty bucks a month. I pay fifteen dollars more to get it every two two and a half months. Yeah, Scott, I get my hair cut probably once every two and a half, three months, and I'm spending a third of what you spend. Hey, that's okay, man. I like my hair. I like my hair. I take care of it, you know? Not good. right now, obviously. Thank you, Stu. Yeah. But <laughs> How much would you pay for this haircut in Wichita? Oh, $35. Okay. Yeah, Easily. So, yeah. so you're telling me that they're – okay. It's, it's Moyer's really offended yeah, by Moyer this. Moyer is <laughs> offended. I'm not offended. I'm just I I could never like justify spending seventy five dollars on a haircut. Well, because they also take their time. Like it's not a it's not a I get it's it, not a thirty minute haircut. They do they wash your hair for you too? Like, yeah, and they and then they do they do the whole a, 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 like a one razor blade on the back. Yeah. so it's like very nice. That very, feels nice. But yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Miss, think about it. You take care of your people. They'll take care of you. you yeah, know? exactly. So you know you treat them nice. You treat them well, and then you know give them a little more on the top. Is seventy five with tip? No, so I tip like if. They do. A re- they usually always do. A re- like like Ryan said, they take care of me. I take care of them. Yeah. So I give them a little extra. No. After, so after the, the seventy-five is not with tip. No. So I probably tip them fifteen, twenty bucks. <laughs> so you're telling me he's been close to hundred dollars. Mitch's brain exploded. You know, everyone everyone diversifies their income differently, yeah, right? Yeah. I like to put yeah. my money towards taking care of my hair. So look I do. good, feel good, exactly. do good. But what I like what, what is the haircut that you get? The haircut I don't like any scalp showing, so I keep it no shorter than an inch, but off the ear, so they trim it up a little shorter right there. Um, on the top, I get it blended in, shorter as it goes back, and then my bangs right below the eyebrow. I just can't believe you guys have like this much of a plan for a haircut. Oh, like yeah. I sit down and I'm like, I don't know. Do you know like, how many years? It it I just send them a yeah. picture. <laughs> I, like I just show them a picture. I'm just like, hey, this is what I want it to look like, and it's like, however, I looked after my last haircut. Yeah. No, I, uh, I, it's become a craft. <laughs> it takes a few years to figure out what really works for you and what you like, depending on your hair. Because everyone's got different hair. Well, I had a buzz cut until like last year. I had a buzz cut my entire life. That I got. True, I yeah. once. <laughs> I once. I once got taken to the barber shop and uh, and we asked for a two on accident. I basically went bald <laughs> when I was really young, and mm-hmm. I think it just scarred me from there. I was <laughs> like, I'm not doing this again. <laughs> I'm growing it out. <laughs> wow. This was really All enlightening right. hearing about guys' haircuts. I mean, yeah. Talk, I that was the hottest take. Moral Honestly, yeah. 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 Moral of the story is Scott overpays ridiculously for a haircut. Hey, they do a good job. Fellow barbers, shout out. Maybe yeah. hook me up with one free haircut. That'd so be cool. Scott, when is the next Save haircut coming? Well, I've been trying Hopefully to go get so. one, but you know, the only time we have is on Monday, and, and I, I get I get all my other work done on Monday. So I just maybe next week. Know, let it keep growing. Live maybe, from maybe the Maybe next week you should go live from the. Bar- <laughs> zoom you in from the barber. Live from the barber shop. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll just bring all the equipment there. <laughs> that that'd be funny. God. That'd be funny. What be if incredible. we all were just getting our haircut? We brought them in. Yeah, we brought them in. We're all getting our haircut next week during it. That'd be good. I'd be down for that. Oh, LeBron. Oh, he does? Oh, yeah. He oh. does on HBO. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that? Well, we can call it something else. You don't go to LeBron's barber. That's not why it's $75, right? No, no, okay. no, no. Just fellow barbers. They're like a chain in New York. 
Hudson Yard, West Village. So you're telling me what's that CP chain, doing? You know what, this I just made me think I'm, of CP. Shout out! I need to move on. CP not, last year. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Like oh yeah! Half the team. Okay, so this is recent. My hair, like my adjustment in my haircut, was because our typical barber, Chris Park, who uh, was a yeah. DB on our team, Man. would yes. cut my hair for. I mean, he charged ridiculously low rates. I was, was always like, dude, you got to jack this up a little bit. Like, you're too He's good the man. for this. He, he was the man. So he charged us like 20 and then you $15, so like $35 um, to cut our hair and just go over there 30, 45 minutes. He'd take his time. He even had a headlamp, everything. Had a great conversation and, wow. with a teammate. Yep, exactly. Yeah. He was he was the man. Do you know what he's up to now, Ryan? He's um, – I'm pretty sure he's in Cali. He uh, went back? Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he went back home. So, yep, living it up. I mean, <laughs> what do you normally do for your haircut, Aaliyah? Um, You know, you guys don't even want to know how much it costs to get like, no, your hair I'm done. Well, no, I'm curious because it's <laughs> way more hair, and I want to know if this, the price is comparable. It's a couple hundred, ain't it? I remember my, hundred, my sister you do came every... back after getting what like treatment in her hair. The yeah. Keratin <laughs> like, or something like yeah. that? Hey, look at that. <laughs> look at that. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, they do it every what? Six months? Yeah, every few months. Like, last time I got my hair done, it was in June, and it cost me about 400 bucks. That's not bad, though. That's not that bad. That is not that bad if you think about it. here or in Wichita? Here, but here, in Wichita, here. it's just as bad, honestly. Yeah, like, it is it, for women's hair. Yeah. It's like 400 in Wichita. Yeah, I was loyal to my girl in Wichita, too, but, like, and... No, here it's There's like just There's a lot of loyalty in the hair, in the no, hair yeah. There yeah, is. A lot of loyalty. <laughs> or it's just us Wichitans. We're just loyal yeah. people. And <laughs> That's no. what that is? Wichitans? Wichitans, yeah. yeah. Shout out to my... Next week we should rank the states. We could easily get Delaware for 50. a debate. Yeah. Hey, quit the Delaware. Out of us four, I think I live in the best state for sure. No shot. Michigan. Pure Michigan, Oh, no, my gosh. Actually, we only have to include the whole state of Illinois. Just give me the Chicagoland area and, like, we're cool. It's I can, we I can agree with Illinois. Being Are we one. just going to ignore that Delaware is the first state? Dude, yes, why? we're going to throw it out there. You throw it out there like that's a stat with like that people should care about like the wellness of the state now. Like <laughs> no one care. Like that doesn't rank up. Listen, the state. all I'm saying is is that we drove through Delaware on the way to Georgetown, and it was an incredible. Our state's good. You drive lightning experience. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I, I received numerous text messages complimenting the scenery in Delaware. During from who? Trip. Definitely not from our bus. <laughs> Definitely not from our bus. Yeah. Honestly, Scott and I probably wouldn't go to bat for Kansas, considering we both want to get out of there yeah. and stay here. So it's good if you like it, but I guess that's <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's true for guess, anything, man. I guess yeah. that's anything, though. Yeah. I guess it's that's good if you like it. <laughs> All right, Aaliyah. This has been fun. We got yeah, we got we got to sign off before, yeah, uh, before we wind up with a barber deal or something. Yeah, or before there's any more bad blood Episode between four. these guys and they don't show up next week. So, yeah. um, thanks for joining us. Thanks for always bringing your um, hottest takes, best attitudes, and I don't know. I have a lot of fun with you guys, so I'm looking forward to next week. Looking yes, forward to sir. it. Thank oh, you. Appreciate it. And that's another episode of the Captain's Corner podcast. Aaliyah, who knew there was so much debate. Within the football program about haircuts. Honestly, I had no idea. The fact that the debate started with sandwiches and then went to football and then to haircuts, it was just a wild ride. And that was a very heated conversation. Very, very. Uh, I do not spend $400, though, on my <laughs> haircut. I'm so sorry. It's okay. You know, so, you know, it's okay. I mean, I also don't spend 75 plus tip like Scott. That, I'd say yeah. my, my haircut, typically, I just, uh, if I do the hair and the beard, it's about 40. 
And that's New that's Jersey. Reasonable. That's New Jersey yeah, prices. Pretty reasonable. Plus tips, so we're looking at like 50. Yeah. 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 So not awful. I no. was a little surprised with Scott, but I mean, I, I can see where he's coming from. Yeah. He wasn't even showing us the locks today. No. Maybe because he needs a haircut. Yeah. Maybe that's why he had the C&P hat on. Yeah. The chicken and pickle. Chicken and pickle. <laughs> I should have zoomed in from chicken and pickle while I was home. You should have. That would have been a fun time. You know, maybe that'll be another one of our live <laughs> podcasts. Like, so one week we'll be at the barbershop with Scott, and then another week we'll be at Chicken and Pickle. Chicken and Pickle, yeah, yeah. exactly. So I, th- I think we're that's really a good idea. pushing for them to be a sponsor here. We need them to we be. Are. I'm pretty we sure are. Scott's dad even gave them like he he, he quote tweeted it, yeah, and he's like Scott and Aaliyah bringing up Chicken and Pickle, and we're like yeah. we love CMP. Did you go to CMP when you were back there? Oh, all the time. So like I like just now. Oh just no, this past two weeks. my mom was like we should go to chicken and pickle he brought it up on the podcast and i was like uh, it was so hot when i was back home it was like in the 90s and hundreds like the whole time i was home so i'm like i'm not going to chicken and pickle in the 100 degree wow that's crazy was it really it was so bad it was intolerable so wow was it was it starting to get cold as you came back here did you just nope you came back here and made it cold i came back here and made it cold (laughs) and this feels so nice it was so hot while i was home like it was I don't like the heat, so okay. I didn't go to Chicken and Pickle. Well, but there's no heat here right now, yeah. so welcome back. Thank you. Welcome Thank back. You. And welcome back to our fans. It was good to see everybody at the game. I mm-hmm. uh, thought like a, a really good turnout, especially f- considering the weather. Considering yeah. the weather, I thought, uh, you know, we had, like we said on the podcast, at least over 700 students scanned in. So that's impressive. That's, that's great. And like, uh, like Stu, I think it was Stu or Scott said, shouted out the women's basketball program from mm-hmm. last year. I think, I think that kind of excited some students about Columbia athletics last year. Yeah. So. And may I add, Kyle, thanks to you and Mike and the rest of the crew, honestly, the efforts on social media and all like the cool media, Don't sell yourself multimedia short, stuff. Like I think that helps too. Yes. Yes. And you were big in that last year as well. We were, I think putting out some good content and exciting people and that, that made people want to Yeah, come, so. exactly. So yep. I think everyone just is, you know, we're up on school spirit right now. Let's do it. Yeah, let's do it. And we got another home game coming up this Saturday, whoop Columbia. Whoop. This is the final non-conference game before they just, uh, head into the Ivy League games for the rest of the season, but this is part of four home games in five weeks. Crazy. In October, the Lions will be taking on Wagner this Saturday at 1 p.m. It's Northern Manhattan Neighbors Appreciation Day, so Woo. all you Northern Manhattan neighbors we up there, appreciate in, you up there in Inwood and in the area, want to see you in the stands. Robert K. Craft Field at Lawrence A. Ween Stadium again Saturday, 1 p.m. Columbia versus Wagner. Open for a good one. I think it will be. Yep, and we will see you there. We will see you. See you. At the game. At the game. There it is. But in the meantime, we hope you share this podcast. Tell people where they can find it. I also love the plug for the podcast at the game. I got so excited. I'm like, there's the podcast. It's on this big screen. So... Anyways, share this with a friend on all, you know, podcasts, all the podcast platforms. You know, Stitcher. Yeah. Spotify is my personal favorite. Me too. Apple. Me too. SoundCloud. You know, mm-hmm. we're better than all those SoundCloud rappers out there. Oh. This is what, what you got to listen to. That's there, in a so. whole other episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, everyone. And we will catch you next week. 